Reports of intense winter workouts for the football team. I like that. Why Cedric Russell needs to be in the starting lineup in two things the Buckeyes must do tonight against Minnesota. All that and more right here on Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Tuesday, February 15th in the year 2022. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I would also like to thank every person out there for making Locked On Buckeyes their first listen of every single day. Not just last year, but even going into the 2020 season, there were numerous times we're watching the football that we're thinking, this team is not as tough. This team does not bring the intensity that we're used to watching. This football team, there is something lacking, and we're just not sure where the issue is starting. Well, part of it was conditioning, I think. Part of it was uh, maybe some workouts that weren't maybe as intense as they should be. There were a lot of factors that went into what was going on on the field and players that were not able to play on the field. But there have been reports of intense winter workouts right now for the football team. And this is something that I think is going to be a great way to start the offseason and catapult them and push them through into the beginning of the 2022 season where the Buckeyes should go off against every opponent. In life, not just sports, in life, there are times you kind of have to have one of those come to Jesus meetings where you're doing something, maybe in your job or your family, you're raising your kids. You're like, something is going on and it's just not right. I mean, I've had it in my own life. I'm sure you've had it in yours where you're just, you're doing something you do all the time. And for some reason, something's not clicking. For some reason, there's something going on with you where things just aren't going the proper way. And then all of a sudden you snap, you, something clicks, and things change for the better. Immediately, as soon as you make some major or maybe even some small alterations, things change very quickly for the better. And I think this goes into what we're seeing right now with Ohio State. I firmly think that what we're seeing with Ohio State right now is not just last year. Ryan Day has seen a pattern. And with this pattern, Ryan Day has said, well, look, we're not doing this again. We are not going to be a team where people look at us and say, well, they're soft. It's not just the Michigan game. You may say, well, Jay, it's because they lost to Michigan. No, there were times throughout this entire season, going to 2020 as well, where there was a lack of intensity. There was a lack of toughness. There was a lack of something that was not there on the field. And it wasn't just the Michigan game. It was even look at the first half of the Utah game in the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all. The Buckeyes weren't playing like it was the granddaddy of them all on Friday. Kate Stover talked to some guys at 11, at 11 Warriors. Um, this was a phenomenal article on their website. And this is what Kate Stover had to say about this, about the intense workouts going on right now. This was at a promotional event that him and some other Buckeyes were at. Quote, this has been probably the hardest winter I've had since I've been here, which has been awesome. That's what we needed. And that's what we've had. This week has 
This week was the best week of workouts we've had ever since I've been here, so we're excited. We got a lot of guys working hard and just sending it, spilling everything they got. Now, as I'm reading this, this is not the first time I'm reading uh, that quote there from Kate Stover. I'm in my mind thinking, that boy talk like a linebacker. That boy talk like he's not supposed to be playing tight end. That boy talk like he is supposed to be playing LB for somebody, and right now it's going to be for Ohio State. He does not talk like one of those guys that's on the offensive side of the ball. He talks to somebody that's supposed to be hitting you hard, hitting you hard every single play. And when I read that, one, I love what he's saying. But then number two, I'm glad that it's coming from a leader on the team. I do think Kate Stover will be a captain next year. I haven't even speculated who the captains will be. But I do think Kate Stover will be a captain on the football team next season. And if he's saying this now, if he's a leader on the football team right now, imagine what this is doing to everybody else on the team. You're seeing Kate Stover, a guy who's been around for a while, seen a lot of players, been a backup that he goes to start in the Rose Bowl after only a few practices, and now he is grinding really, really hard to be the best football player he can be next year. You think about other players that are there. C.J. Stroud, I'm sure he's working hard. Jackson Smith and Jigba, I know he's working hard. Travion Henderson, he's working hard. Mayan Williams, he's working hard. Denzel Burke, he's working hard as well. You're seeing all of these guys there that have been here, that have played on the field, that have done phenomenal things as a Buckeye football player so far in their career. And if you're an early enrollee, you're probably thinking to yourself, I can't slack off. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Even if I want to, I can't slack off. I cannot be one of these guys that's going to come here, be here at Ohio State, and just waste my time. I can't do that. And what we're seeing with Cade Stover, I do believe he's uh, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal leader. And it's going to be go it's going to be something that trickles down to other players on the team. Here's a quote from Denzel Burke about what he has said about these workouts. Quote, oh yeah, ever since we lost that game, the intensity in the workouts kind of went up a little bit. It's been crazy. We've been going through hard workouts. We just had mat drills. We just had a team run today, and we're growing together as a team. Our bond is getting stronger, and I can't wait for the season. These are the things you want to hear from a team that is hungry and from a team that is going to be looking to take down everybody on their schedule. Things start right now. This is February 15th. Things start right now. If you are not going to tackle what the opportunity that, that's in front of you Right now, if you don't want to tackle that opportunity, forget playing the team up north next year, Thanksgiving weekend. Forget playing Penn State. Forget playing Notre Dame. Forget playing everybody else because you start preparing for those games right now. Sounds like the Buckeyes are locked in and loaded and ready to go right now for these workouts, and I can't wait. I can't wait. One, for spring, spring practice to start. And then two, I can't wait to see how these workouts right now trickled down, and how they affect and impact the games in the fall. There might be less football being played, but BetOnline.net has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports, 
right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If you are somebody that would love to advertise your business here on the podcast, feel free to email me. Send your email to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Once again, that is jstevens317 at gmail.com. Columbus or in the or in the surrounding area. I would love to hear from you, hear about your business, and talk about potentially putting an ad here in this podcast for you and your business. There are basketball players all around the country that transfer every single year. The transfer portal, which the NCAA has not regulated, it's wide, It's the wild, wild west. Things are wild. They're crazy every single offseason, even during the season. Things are just wild. And this is no different than the basketball season. So there's basketball players that have entered the transfer portal during this season, in the middle of this season. And one guy in the offseason that entered the transfer portal that is now at Ohio State is Cedric Russell. Phenomenal, phenomenal young man, phenomenal basketball player. And he is somebody that Chris Holtman, when he transferred to Ohio State, Chris Holtman told him, your role here would not be like your role at Louisiana. And as a young man, you're 19, 20, 21 years old, you're hearing that from a coach that you want to play for. You're saying, hey, man, look, my role is not going to be what it was there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what you mean, what you mean, what you mean? Hold on. Let's 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 rewind this back and help me understand what you're saying, because, buddy, I, I want my role to be the same. But Cedric Russell understood. I'm not at Louisiana anymore. I'm not a, not at a mid-major. I'm going up and playing high level Division One basketball. There's a different level of physicality. There's a different level of speed, a different level of play. The coaches may demand more of you at this level because the stakes are a little bit different than they are when you're at a mid-major school. Things are different. And Cedric Russell is a player that has played phenomenal at Ohio State, but I do think now is he – well, past time. I'll explain that in a second. But I think now is the perfect time, the ideal time with what's left in this season to put Cedric Russell in the starting lineup. If you want to go back to January, I want to say the beginning of January, more so the middle of it for sure. I am a believer that Cedric Russell should have started for Ohio State in the beginning of January, towards the end of January. There were games, there were times that you see Cedric Russell on the court and you're saying, why is he not starting? Why is it sometimes Ohio State's offense is running four on five on offense? Because sometimes there's a player in the corner, not saying names, it's multiple guys that have started in the starting lineup, even Justin Arms with the shooting, Justin Arms with his shooting struggles. There were times that you're playing four on five. And if you put Cedric Russell in the starting lineup, one, he's going to be a threat 
that will alleviate pressure and will not allow teams to defensively attack or try to slow down or pinpoint on EJ Liddell or even Malachi Branham or even sometimes Zed Key. If Zed Key is going off, the coach may say, look, we worked on this. How about we do that little double team thing on Zed? If Cedric Russell is on the court, he is a player that teams have to respect. He is a player that teams could not look at and say, hey, yeah, um, he's good, but um, we're not going to really focus on him. We're going to we're not going to we're going to go underneath on screen instead of going over the top because, well, we're just going to be a little bit lazy. We don't want to work the extra a little bit harder on defense and those types of things. Cedric Russell is a piece that Ohio State, I do believe, needs in their starting lineup. If Ohio State wants to go anywhere in the tournament, you can't play four on five on defense. I don't know where this thing came from, where you're going to have a guy who is your two guard and quote-unquote, two-guard. Um, I use old-school terms all the time. Shooting guard on the team, your second guard, where he's just not going to be moving. There's no movement at all. You can't function like that and expect to go deep into the tournament. Cedric Russell is somebody that I do believe with his shooting ability, with his ability to, to drive, his, uh, his desire and his ability to be unselfish and pass the ball to get the best shot for the offense – I firmly, firmly believe this is the perfect time. And yes, injuries have helped with this right now, but this is the perfect time for Cedric to go into the starting lineup. Once Michi Johnson comes back, UG Brown the third is healthy. I still believe Cedric needs to be in the starting lineup. I'm going to call him Ced every now and then. I, I like nicknames. I think Ced is perfect for him. One thing with Michi Johnson. If Michi Johnson is not shooting a deep three, what do you see him do on the on the court? I'm not, not I, I'm not I'm not against Michi Johnson. I am not. He is a guy that's growing. He's a freshman and he's growing into his body. He's still going to grow into his body. He's still going to be hitting those weights in the offseason. But how productive is Michi Johnson when he starts on for the basketball team? It's a legit question. I ask myself this all the time. You might have an answer for it. I may have an answer for it. This may be something that we are trying to put down and we get our pin out. We're trying to put down, okay, we got this option. We got this option. We got that option. Okay, now I got three options. Option two doesn't look very good, so I'm going to cross that one out. We have options now. We can formulate opinions and have and put down different ideas about what we think the problem or the solution might be. I think Michi Johnson, since Jimmy Sotos is not really getting off the bench, that second unit needs somebody to handle the ball. I do think that can be Michi Johnson. I don't think he's only going to flourish when he's beside Jamari Wheeler. This is No, I get like he may flourish the best around him, but at the same time, we're trying to go deep into the tournament. Not so much me, but the team. The basketball team is trying to go deep into the tournament. And Cedric Russell's shooting shooting ability, Cedric Russell's ability on defense to just do the right. He just does his job. He fits his role very, very well. The only way I think that Ced does not start or should not start, this is this is hypothetical. This is probably not going to happen. But if Justice Suing comes back in at the end of the month, and for some reason he comes back fully healthy, 100%, and he's able to uh, get his groove back and he gets inserted into the starting lineup, that's the only way, the only way you don't start them. Because at that point, I'd be starting Jamari Wheeler, Malachi Branham, Justice Suing, Liddell, and Key. That would be the starting five. 
But until Justice Suing comes back, I don't care who else is on the team because Seth Towns is out for the year. I do believe it should be Jamari Wheeler, Cedric Russell, Malachi Branham, Liddell, and Key, and that is it. There is a there is a difference that he makes when he's on the court. There's a, there's a difference he makes when it comes to opening up shots for other people on the team. There's a difference this young man makes just in his just in his really appearance, the way he carries himself. You don't really see him complaining. He didn't come here to just play. He came here to win, and I think that mindset will infiltrate and go throughout the entire team. I do believe the team wants to win. Not just him coming to Ohio State. I do believe this team wants to win. Just imagine, imagine tonight being a night where he gets his first start coming off of his coming off a game where he had 12 points and he played the most minutes he has played since he's been a Buckeye. Minnesota tonight, Iowa Saturday, Indiana on the 21st on the uh, this up on next Monday. Think about the time period that's coming up. Think about the games that are there. And with Chris Holtman at the beginning of the year, I believe it was after the Niagara game, Chris Holtman said the starting lineup will be fluid the entire season. We saw how injuries affected the starting lineup last year. We're seeing how injuries are affecting the starting lineup right now. I think Eugene Brown the third can start or come off the bench. I think right now it's ideal for him to come off the bench, put said in, let him spin, and let's see what else happens as Cedric Russell becomes an X factor for the Ohio State Buckeyes throughout the rest of the season. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money. When using Rock Auto, why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Go explore their easy-to-use website to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com Buckeye fans you're amazing you know what else you're amazing at helping this channel grow I want to thank you so much for your subscriptions on the channel and for helping us reach our goal of 1,000 subscriptions by the start the beginning of the first round of the NFL draft we're a little we're I think we're at 698 698 subscriptions right now hit that subscribe button Hit that bell so you're notified every time a new video goes live, as well as hit the like button on this video and every video on this channel. I firmly think we can hit that goal, and with your help and with everybody watching and listening, we can hit that bad boy way, way before the start of the 2022 NFL Draft. The Buckeyes are going to be 10-plus point favorites tonight against Minnesota. I do believe they'll beat Minnesota. The game is it is at Ohio, is in Columbus, and the Buckeyes, have, I, think, I think they're still undefeated at home if, I, if my numbers are correct. I think the Ohio State will win, but you just never know 
with Big Ten opponents. Oh, yeah, before I go any further, I got a little message coming up in a few minutes about this being the 350th episode I have hosted as the host of this year's podcast. Stick around. I got a little message for you. I think you'll like it. But there are two things Ohio State must do, absolutely do, tonight against Minnesota because Minnesota does not want Ohio State to get them brooms out to get them brooms out and to be a team that says, hey, we swept y'all. We beat y'all in y'all home, and we beat y'all in our home. Minnesota does not want that to happen. And Minnesota's going to come out firing. They're a really good coach team, and they're going to come out strong. But if Ohio State wants to win tonight, one thing they must do, that they did against Minnesota the very first time they played, rebound the basketball. The one thing that Ohio State can do but does not do consistently, part of it is their high deficiency that they have, rebound the basketball consistently. Rebound the basketball on the offensive end. I am tired of watching this team get a shot. I'm taking my headphones off. I don't know why I'm doing this right now. I got tired of having them on. New haircut and yeah, no hat today either. Rebound the basketball. It's easy. It's absolutely easy to do if you put the effort into it. Without the effort that Ohio State, I believe, can and should and knows how to put in, if they don't put that effort in, we see what happens with Ohio State. We see exactly what happens. Rebound the basketball. That is going to take Kyle Young. That's going to take Liddell. That's going to take Key. That's going to take Eugene Brown III, who I believe led the team in rebounds against the Wolverines. Rebounding is a team effort. It takes a little bit of extra energy. And on the offensive boards, on the offensive glass, second, third, fourth chance buckets, those are the types of efforts and the energy that you put into those moments. That's what's needed for you as a team to be successful, especially against a team that does not want to get swept. Rebound, 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 putting an emphasis on rebounding, as well as number two, finishing strong. Now, they did it against against Michigan. I do believe they'll do it again against Minnesota. They can. But what we have seen, sometimes these Buckeyes, they take a backseat. Sometimes these Buckeyes, they don't put focus, they don't put their energy in the right way. Sometimes the, these players, they are doing everything they can that they think is right. But then they have mental errors. It is not just one player. Sometimes it's all five. Mentally not being engaged, not going the extra mile. I know you played 25 minutes. you got three more to play. You're going to be 28 total. Go harder because it's needed to close out games in the Big Ten. Nothing comes Easy. Purdue got a wake-up call about that over the weekend as they almost lost to Maryland. Yes, the Terps almost went into Mackey Arena in West Lafayette and beat Purdue. Purdue ended up winning that game 61-60, to and I saw Matt Painter's face at the end of that game. He was relieved because there's a possibility he even thought the team, Purdue Boilermakers, were going to lose the game. You must finish strong. Rebound, put an emphasis on rebounding, and then finishing strong, emphasis on that as well. Do those two things. I believe the Buckeyes have enough talent to win this game by at least 15 points. Yes, guys, this is the 350th episode that I have hosted of this year podcast. I want to say, first off, I want to say publicly, thank Ross Jackson for reaching out to me 
2020 prior to the um I think the reinstated the the season being reinstated Ross Jackson uh host a lot on saying so be on here soon uh talking about of course possibility of Chris Olave going to uh, go to New Orleans but he reached out to me and gave me the opportunity to be here the host of this podcast I had no idea what I was doing I've hosted podcasts before. I was covering the Colts for full press coverage. I'd been hosting my own podcast since May of 2019, but I had no idea what it was going to be like to host a daily podcast. The next thing I know, games are being played. The next thing I know, I, I, I'm doing post-game shows. The next thing I know, I'm being asked to do spots on the Locked On Today podcast, and I'm like, I, I'm still figuring this whole thing out. And even to this day, I'm still figuring this whole thing out. But I also want to thank you, not just uh, Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints, who was also the college coordinator at that time for this channel, but I also want to thank you because you guys make this podcast fun. You, the listener, the viewer, make this podcast fun, and you guys help me get better. I know I don't publicly say this enough, and I probably should do it more, but because you are so knowledgeable, because you are well-versed in Ohio State football and basketball because you're well-versed in podcasts, what a good host is and what you want to look for in a host that you listen to consistently. You, the listener, or the viewer of the podcast, if you're watching the video portion of this show, you make me better. And I firmly believe that. Thank you so much, Ross. Thank you so much, Locked On Podcast Network. But then also, most importantly to me, thank you, the listener. Audio version or the video portion, thank you, because you guys on a regular basis force me to be a better podcaster, force me to be a better host, and that's why I believe this podcast is your go-to spot. You make it your first listen to make sure you're up to date with what's going on with your Ohio State football and basketball teams. Guys, fun show, another fun show. We'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter, at jsteven07. Remember, if you are a business owner and you would like to advertise your podcast, or excuse me, your business on this podcast, send your email to jstevens317 at gmail.com. In the meantime, now that this podcast is over, feel free to hop over to the Locked On Bets podcast to make that your second listen of the day because the Locked On Bets podcast is your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available wherever you get your fine podcast. For Jay Stevens, the host of this year's podcast, Locked on Buckeyes podcast, me and my no hat wearing self, I got a haircut today, and I said, how about we go on the podcast with no hat? I like this look. I might do it more for you, but we're out for the day, guys. Buckeyes play tonight. Tomorrow's show, oh, side note. Well, important note, tomorrow's show will not be a post-game show of a uh, recap of tonight's game. Due to my work schedule and me working nights, I am not able to stay up. Or I'm not able to record a podcast at the conclusion of the game and still be at work on time due to the bills needed, <laughs> needed to get paid. Um, so tomorrow's show will not be a recap of the game. It would be more so uh, maybe some football talk and other things like that that are still pertinent to what's going on with the Ohio State Buckeyes.